Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that that sideline to sideline sent you. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here, sideline to sideline, the 2A edition, right here on L4 Media, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. How are you doing, Mr. Goodwin? Doing well, doing well, man. Uh, what? Why do I sound weird in my ear here? I don't know. You sound fine to me. Okay. Well, what's your sound good to you? Well, like, is this better? <clears throat> uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. you're just a little Lowe's one. We've got the playoff tree going. Yeah, we've got the playoff tree. I shit. came over about, what, four hours early? Yeah, we decorated it. Decorated Had it. hot cocoa together. Mm-hmm. Watched. Hot dogs and stuff. Wait, what? You don't do that with your family? Hot dogs on Christmas? No, we do meatballs. Well, not on Christmas, but oh. actually we don't. I don't know where that memory is coming from. Never mind. I think that might be a memory with the priest down the road or something. Whoa. Anyway, oh, we're going to do damn. what we always do. We don't have a priest down the road from uh, the studio, do we? I meant when you were growing up. Do you want a priest oh. down there? Well, there is a church like at the caddy corner up there. Hmm. They keep sending out flyers about female priest. No, so oh, unfortunately, no, then I pass. Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't want a female priest with a hot dog anyway. That's a new world. That's that world we live in now, where you have to accept everything. Couple drinks. Hey, whatever. You do, well, I don't know about you. You once had one throw your keys onto a roof, so I did. <laughs> which is a Dallas fire department Again, hooked me up by coming to <laughs> 2A's learning. You know, 2A's not heard any of these. 3A and 4A are like, oh, we know that story because we've told it over the years. Yeah, but. <laughs> me and that girl are not together anymore. Well, I mean, it wasn't. Threw really. my keys on the top of a bar. <laughs> Remember you messaging me like, yeah. I might need you to come pick me up. <laughs> yeah. Some of the best two in the morning texts are from Grant. Not anymore. You used to. You're you're used to, you're, yeah. you're like me now, man. Like it's if it's a football game, you'll go out. Maybe a concert. Everything else, eh, let's just stay in tonight, right? right. Especially when it's it colder. We'll just or some a casino. Stuff. I might do. Yeah, that. A casino too. That, yeah. That's pretty fun. But um, no more calls from a border town in Mexico. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't hear from me by tomorrow, call my parents. Okay. Right. <laughs> anyway, I promise we're not just going to tell those stories. That's for another time. What we are going to do is what we always do in the playoffs. And that's break down every playoff game. And I mean, every game. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. We will pick every game. We will break down some key ones. Now I will say this week four of the playoffs. We basically start picking every breaking down every game because we're at the region semifinal, a region mm-hmm. finals at that point. And yeah. you, you've got, 
game, you know, you've got enough games to where it makes a show, uh, but then you don't have, uh, you don't have to leave out a game. Now I say that if there was, if there's a really, even a bad region, region final, we've even picked some of those and we've had a couple of bad ones over the years. Uh, also programming note, um, we're going to be doing during the state championship game, some watch parties, uh, 2A, 3A, and 4A, of course. Uh, the night, the first 2A game that went on Wednesday, I don't know how we're going to do it yet. Grant might come over and we do a kind of a, another sideline to sideline for the week, or it just might be me, or we might wait until Thursday to start when it's the 1, 2A, the 2, 3As, and then on Friday, intern Noe is going to come over. Uh, Matt Diggs is going to join us online. We've got seven coaches lined up now, and I, I don't want to say anything because some of those coaches might still be playing. Oh, that'd be cool if, like, you know, I do a fan-in show. What if he would let us, like, FaceTime him while he's in the game? You think yeah. he'd get some views? I think he would love to do that, You know too. what? And, and I do know Coach Fannin listens to our show, so hopefully he's listening to the 2A. I don't know why he would listen to the 2A. But anyway, you ready to jump into it? Yeah. All right, brackets have been activated. Uh, that means they're on the screen here. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, whoa, this is getting weird. Hang on. I'm still trying to figure some of this stuff out that we do. So don't laugh. There we go. The brackets are out. Let's start talking. We're going to start 2A Division 1, take a break and go to 2A Division 2 and wrap up this show. So that means we start Region 1, Stratford versus Stamford, 7 p.m. Friday at Lubbock's Pirate Stadium. You're getting into some of these games now where you've got some great records, 11-0 versus 9-1. What do you think about this one? Man, so, you know, this game right here, Stratford versus Stamford, two really good quarterbacks. Yep. I think you would consider – dual threat quarterbacks, yes. right? Uh, Bryce Braden uh, for Stratford and then Christian Duran uh, for Stanford. Um, I, I, I think, you know, the defenses are somewhat similar. Yep. Both defensive give up an average of about 10 points a game. I think for Stratford, maybe the X factor might be Julio Valdez at receiver. Um, he's a playmaker uh, for Braden. So I, I like Stanford. Stratford in this game, but I think this is going to be a doozy. You know, Stanford's only loss on the air was that four-pointer to Holly in district. Uh, other than that, they weren't challenged. But it does say to me that when you look at who they've played, Haskell, Ballinger, Winters, Olney, Cisco. Cisco's still alive, which, yeah. by the way, we told everybody they were going to win their first-round game. Uh, beat them and held them to 13. But when you look at the, uh, the, the good offense, I say – Holly's the, the one good offense they've truly played on the year. Mm -hmm. They gave up 34 points. So that worries me in that. Now, if, if, if Vega at, at running back, if they can kind of play a little keep away with him and, and Duran and Charles Moore, big wide receiver out there. He, I think that what I saw some of that, that Holly game and they kind of looked like they were almost sliding him on kind of slot, but also kind of off the hip tight end style. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of like what uh, Brock does when they usually have those big tight ends. If they can hit him with some big plays, I think it they can keep it close. But I like the Elks to win, but I do think this is like a one-possession game. Yeah, me too. All right, let's go to game two. New Deal 8-3 and three versus Cisco 5-6. and six. This game is also Friday. Sweetwater's Mustang Bowl 7 p.m. We told everybody Cisco was going to win. You cannot look at that record and say, oh, this is a this is a bad team. This is a team that now is five and six. Uh, they lost to Clyde. They lost to Wall. They lost to Breckenridge. They lost to Jacksboro. They lost to Stanford. Of those teams, uh, all of them are in the playoffs still playing except for Breckenridge. And Breckenridge right. is a 3A school, bigger school, and they've tended to beat Cisco over the last few years when they've played. Now, in saying that, I think New Deal is the best team they've played since maybe Jacksboro. 
I agree. Um, but I am going back to Cisco's uh, schedule, mm-hmm. right? And granted, some of the games that they lost were not close. So sometimes when you have a team that has played a tougher schedule, but they lost them and they weren't real close, that doesn't tell you a lot. But I'm still going by I'm, – I'm going – Cisco in this one in the upset. I think it's going to be Cisco and Stratford in the sec, uh, in the third round. I'm going to go New Deal, but I like your pick on there. And you make a good point. And I say this in reference to my my hometown, Marshall. Uh, they're playing Midlothian Heritage in the first round this year. And some of the Marshall fans are like, "Yeah, but we've already played Longview, and we play." Yeah, but when you get beat fifty six to six, you don't learn anything from that. You, you're not getting better in that from that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might look at Midlothian Heritage and say, "Hey." We've seen better, but if, if it's that big, and, and I do worry about that because some of these losses weren't close, but the loss to Stanford and the loss to Holly, who are on the same level or a little bit above New Deal, were both competitive games. I'm right. going to hang with New Deal, but I like your pick. All right, where it's next? Uh, Sonora versus Farwell, the Silver <coughs> and uh, Snyder on Friday. Give me the 10 and 1 Sonora Broncos. Yeah, give me Sonora to win that game. And then Holly 9 and 2 versus Panhandle 10 and 1, 8 p.m. Friday, Lubbock's Lowry Field. Now, Panhandle has a great record, but again, look at who Holly's played. Mm-hmm. Uh, good wins, good losses. They've played a tough schedule. Give me Holly, and I don't think it'll be that close. Look, you know, Holly, they've got triple-headed monster and uh, Keegan yeah. Abel's at quarterback, uh, Landon Sakura at running back, and Deontay uh, Ramon at receiver. But you got to remember, Panhandle's only loss was to Stratford, 34-22. to So this has the makings of being a real good game out in uh, at, at Lowry Field. But I, I think Holly is a lot better than that nine and two record, and that that's saying a lot, right? Nine and two is very very acceptable. I will say this: I, I do not think it'll be like last year's game, which was seventy two to twenty six. Holly, no. I, I think it's going to be that, closer. Yeah, I think but I, Panhandle maybe close the gap a little bit, but still not. Can you enough. close fifty gap fifty right, points in a no. year? No, and and Holly, I mean, given their two losses to who they were. Uh, Holly is still got to remember the defending state champions and one of the favorites to make it back Doesn't and win it again. It seems like though, through all the pundits, they get they've gotten kind of forgotten about this year. And maybe it's because they're not shiny sixteen and zero, you know. Right, unbe- yeah, sure. But I mean, this is a team that returned their core, and even I mean, last year it was so impressive that they went sixteen and zero because they played the same schedule they played this year. I just think for some reason people are kind of sleeping on them. Yeah. All right. That's already region one. That's how quick this, these playoffs start to go down. All right, let's go region two. Toller 10 and one uh, versus Cayuga seven and four Thursday. Waxahachie's Lumpkin Stadium. Uh, Toller. I mean, it, it, it's not, I mean, you know, I want to say, oh, maybe that East Texas speed, but Toller's pretty quick and pretty athletic. I, I, yeah. Good job that Cayuga's back into the second round of the playoffs, but I, I think the Rattlers win pretty comfortably. You, you did mention some East Texas speed, and Cayuga does have two really good quick running backs yes. with that East Texas speed and Jacoby uh, Brown and Whit Jenkins. But when you throw in with Toller that uh, uh, Peyton Brown is back at yeah. fullback, right? Uh, maybe he didn't have as many carries last week in his first, yeah, first game back, but he's still, they're going to work him in and every week, He's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And then Isaiah Blessing, a quarterback, uh, Matt Barons at uh, receiver, Garrison Nation at running back. I, they're just going to be too much for the you know the Rattlers yep. uh, throwing at Cayuga. So, yeah, I like uh, Toller to win this game as well. And they'll take on the winner of DeLeon in Italy. That's being Friday. Where is this game at? 
Oh, uh, hang on. Let me pull over there and see. Doesn't really matter. I'm taking uh, Granberry. Granberry. Nice stadium, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it really is. I love that. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm taking Italy, and maybe a slight upset here. Yeah, you know, I I I kind of feel it. If, if you're going to point it out, you probably w- would have them as the slight underdog. But when you look at their year, and again, who they lost to, Scurry, Rosser, Chilton, Mark, Axtell, and then Kearns, uh, all playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, except for Kearns, but they got bit by the. Uh, they got beat last year, but I mean, last week, but they were a playoff team in the, as far as the playoffs. I, I just think the gladiators have a little bit tougher schedule. It's going to be a close game. Uh, I, I do feel that way, but I, I just, I think Italy wins. Yeah, I do too. All right. Uh, Valley mills and Tioga. Uh, this is over in uh, Fort worth at Barnes stadium over in the river, river Oaks area, Valley mills, seven and four Tioga, eight and three. Give me Tioga in this one. Yeah. The bulldogs. I, I've got them. Uh, they lost to Collinsville to begin the year. They did lose a one-point game to Howe. Howe seems to play 2A schools really good. Maybe they need to drop down and play at 2A because I think they were – Howe was pretty tough last year. Yeah, and, they, and yeah, well, and they, who was it? They, they beat somebody at the beginning of the year last year that we kind of wrote that team off until later on in the year. We were like, right. oh, wait a minute. They're actually really good. Uh, yeah, give me the Bulldogs in this one. All right, and the, uh, they will take on the winner of Marlin and Coleman. What a game this one's going to be over Thursday night at uh, Tarleton – in Stephenville, um, Marlin nine and two, Coleman nine and two. You know, Coleman's two losses were to Mason twenty nine to twenty yep. in week one, and then Toller forty three to nothing a few weeks ago. Uh, Marlin with their all everything uh, running back Mario Hopwood, their quarterback Roderick Sweet uh, Suiters. Uh, I I like Marlin, but I think Coleman has enough to stay in this game and give them a chance. But at the end of the day, I like Marlin taking on. Tioga next week in the third round. I like Coleman. Do you? Um, okay. I'm sorry. I like Marlin. Jeez. I thought you said you liked Coleman. I like no, Marlin because I like Marlin also. I know Coleman has a nice nine and two record, but this hasn't been the same Coleman as last year. Uh, and, and not that they lost to Toller, but how bad they lost. Like it wasn't, you uh-huh. know. Now, Marlin has depth issues. And if that comes into play, then Coleman might be able to wear them down. It's supposed to be. But who in 2A doesn't have Exactly. But, but I think like Marlin has like true depth issues. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's 22, there's what, 30 positions. And I think they've got 22 guys to play all 30. And, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Coleman just has well, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. That's 22. Well, then you got punter, you got field goal, what you got you, holder. The Buffalo Bills. You've got special teams. Playing with 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all the talk about the offense, <laughs> hey, you know, basic math could have helped you, right? Did that not feel like a mid-2000 Dallas Cowboy loss right Boy, there? It did. That's how Dallas – I mean, Dallas yeah. at least now doesn't lose those. But anyway, I just think that Marlon right now, they're that hot team. They've got the athleticism. And Coleman just hasn't looked quite the same this year. Give me Marlon. Yep. All right. Uh, going on down to what? Region three. Region now. three already. Uh, Cooper versus Shelbyville being played over in Bullard on Friday. Uh, give me Cooper 10 and one over six and four Shelbyville. Uh, Cooper with Jacoby Williams uh, at, at quarterback around 1,200 yards passing, 1,600 yards rushing. That's tough right there. Uh, to defend if you are the Shelbyville defensive coordinator. Yeah. And then uh, uh, running back Jordan Prince and receiver uh, JT Smith. That's just a well-rounded Cooper team, but they can they can line up and run the ball right down your throat if they want. With multiple backs. And this goes right. back to what we talk about. Just playing a tough schedule doesn't mean anything. Uh, Shelbyville's losses, Hemp Hill, uh, Garrison by 30, Timpson 61 to nothing. And then 
this weird losing by 30 to West Sabine. I don't know what happened in that game. I don't know if injuries, suspensions, whatever, but their defense has struggled when they play good offenses and Cooper has a good offense. I don't even think this one's close. I think the Bulldogs wear them down early and often. Yeah. And you know what? I was, uh, it's funny. I was <laughs> naming off the Cooper offense, but it was really uh, the Beckville offense. That I was wondering, <laughs> I was like, talking wait a about. Yeah. Jacoby Williams for Beckville, man. I, I'm sorry. My notes. Uh, they're taking on 10 and one Garrison Best game in two a this week. It, I think. it is. And you got Jacoby Williams with 1200 yards uh, passing and 1600 yards rushing for Beckville and then Jordan Prince and then uh, JT Smith at receiver. They're taking on though Garrison. This is a what Thursday night over in Longview. Long, great uh, setting for this game. Oh yeah. Thursday night. And you know, this East Texas third parties come out for these games. Oh yeah. Um, I think this doubt. place is going to be packed for Look, a two, a game standing room only or close. I don't know. It's the best two, a game going. It's the best the two, a game going. There's a good little, for all the talk about East Texas, there's a good little North versus South inside that. And this uh -huh. is one of those proving games, even though, Peckville's still pretty kind of South Texas, but it, it's North enough that the North Texas fans are claiming Northeast Texas fans are claiming them. I think this is a battle. I think this is one of those that honestly, I, this is probably so far in the playoffs, the hardest game I've had to pick. I, well, I, I don't, you know, I, I still don't know really. I mean, I do, but I don't, but I do, but I don't. I, I'm taking Garrison. Uh, I know Jacoby Williams for, for Beckville is like the X factor, but Garrison has two X factors in uh, O'Marion Raspberry and Javian Black. Yes. I mean, you talked about East Texas speed earlier in this segment. There's your East Texas speed right there. Oh, yeah, in, in spades. But, but Beckville's just as athletic. I mean, we they saw are. that. They are. I, I just Let me like ask you Garrison. This. I think Garrison's the better Football I have no problem right with that, but, but I want to ask you this. Uh -huh. If 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 right now, if this week it was Beckville and Timpson, would Timpson beat them 50 to 13 like they did in the regular season? I don't think so, but I think Timpson's better than what they were. Yeah, yeah, Timpson would still beat them, but I don't think it would. But I, I think, think it would be close. better now than what they were. I think moving Jacoby Williams uh, uh, to quarterback changed you know, everything. It, it, it changed a lot. I mean, you get the ball in your best player's hand uh every snap and, and, and you're not trying to force feed it to him like they did against Timson sure. at times right you and i we, we were there and we saw the other wide receivers at time running wide open but they were so, and i get why you want to give him the ball but they were so intent on getting him the ball and, and Timson realized that early and just started rolling that safety rolling yeah. that safety i'm gonna go beckville are you I, it's Ooh, I that think, would be an upset it's an I upset think. i think it's an upset especially with how good and we didn't get again we don't talk 10th week games because of the playoffs I got. I went back and watched some of that Garrison Timpson. Oh my goodness, Garrison has gotten better against Timpson to where honestly, if Garrison makes it through, I don't know now if Timpson's necessarily the prohibitive favorite to win the region. But oh, we haven't done that for Region One and Region Two. We'll do that before we go to break. Well, uh, that's I, all right. Let's let's skip that till next week. Well, I mean, we did it last. Okay, we're just breaking fifteen years of tradition. Just, just that. Yeah, we don't. Next thing you don't, know, you know, you don't want to eat together. You're gonna to want to, you know, vacation separately. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna do all that separately now. <laughs> this is a new precedent. I still like this, uh, but no, I, I'm gonna go back. Feel slight upset. I get it, but I like them. All right, bottom half of the bracket: Timpson eleven and zero versus Wolf City nine and two. Another great playoff venue. Friday, Gladewaters, uh, Jack. V. Murphy, you can't just say Murphy Stadium. Jack V. Murphy Stadium. Uh, look, I'm impressed. With, I, I went back and watched Wolf City's first round. I'm impressed with them. I'll, we've said this all before. If they were in any other path, they might be a dark horse. 
not this week. It's going to be it's going to be ugly, but yeah. it's not a knock on Wolf City. It's just that Stimson, folks. Yeah, Timpson all day long in this one. They'll take on the winner of Centerville and Honeygrove. Uh, this is Friday over in Mineola. Does Honeygrove great uh, playoff venue? Yes, uh, it does. Mineola does Mineola does Honeygrove get revenge over Centerville from last year? Uh, again, Centerville beat them in I the think first round, fifty-four to thirteen. I do too. I think you know Look, this Honeygrove's defense has only allowed thirty-nine points a game all season. Rylan Morris, the quarterback, dual threat. Dion Morris at running back, really tough. I think this Honeygrove defense can really just tee off on the run game of yes. Centerville. Uh, look, I know Andrew uh, Newman and Centaur Holly uh, for Centerville have been great this year, but unless Centerville can consistently mix it up, I think this Honeygrove defense might feast. It's going to be a close one, though. Well, and you go back to the two losses for Centerville. They were back-to-back. Marlin, 36-21. Mm-hmm. Jefferson, 41 to nothing. <laughs> And, and I think Honeygrove is right there with those two teams. Yeah. Um, I, I do think they get revenge this year, and I do think that they win and move on. And I'll tell you what, Timpson Honeygrove, that's interesting. I, I don't know if it means anything. It might turn into the Cooper game, but it, it at least it'll be Timpson's first true, in my opinion, formidable foe in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't I don't know that Honeygrove would push them, though. You're right. Honeygrove will shut out Timpson if they play. (laughs) All right, let's go to region four. We got a a game that on paper looks really good. And China seems to be kind of peaking. Well, it's a lot like Cisco. Exactly. Look at their schedule. schedule. Holland 11 and 0 versus Shiner five and six Saturday at Smithfield's Tiger Stadium at 7 p.m. And and you go. And of course, we know Shiner lost to Orfirio, but they also on the year. Uh, they lost to Hallettsville, Vanderbilt, and Industrial, <clears throat> Poth, East Bernard, Ganado, and Refurio. Uh, all of them but one. No, all of them are still in the second round. No, Hallettsville. Uh, all of them but Hallettsville are in the playoffs, still hiccup. in the playoffs. <laughs> I've got the stuffy nose, and you've got the hiccups. Uh, give me Shiner. Yeah, give me Shiner. I was actually going to okay. say thing. It just, I don't know. Again, we go back to does playing those tough games what does it matter? I think when you stay within two and a half touchdowns of Refurio for most of the game and it's a, and you hold them to 26 points, I think that's a, a good sign. Yeah. I think that that is your, you're starting to figure it out. And we talked about it, dude, they lost. Yes. They lost Dalton Brooks and they lost the other Brooks the year before, but they lost everybody else too. They yeah. had to rebuild their offensive line. They had to rebuild a lot of their back end of that defense. And you're starting to see that, come together this is no knock on holland i think holland's a really good team and i do think we're calling a slight upset but i like shiner in this one yeah i do too they'll take on the winner of mason and ganado over uh thursday being played thursday in san marcus give me uh the 11 and 0 uh mason punchers you know this one. they started off beating coleman and we were like oh look at this and they have not stopped since then Big Got a win. good win, signature win over Wall. But yeah, 14 to 7. Uh, you know, partly maybe it's me just kind of rooting for them because, you know, they've been down for them. I mean, they've still made the playoffs and won a game every year, but we got used to 2015 and 2016 and 2018, Mason, especially that 2018 one state. I'm I, I just I'm glad they're back. I think this is a one possession game, but I, I like the punchers in this one. Yeah, I do too. All right. Refurio versus Johnson City uh, over in Floresville on Friday. Give me Refurio. Yeah, give me Refurio again. We go back to the records. First off, I do love the Eagles. 
Eagles helmets. They, they don't have the wings. They have actual Eagles on them. Uh, you go back to who they beat and everything. Now, they did. Both of their losses to Thrall and Mason were both, well, Thrall was a two-possession, but Mason was a one-point game. That is something to tell me that Johnson City can put up a fight, but I'm going to just go back to, like, with Timpson, it's Refurio. Right. I just don't see anybody in this region within – three or four touchdowns of them. Exactly. And they'll take on the winner of LaVia and Weimer uh, being played over in Robstown on Friday. Give me Weimer in this one. Yeah, give me Weimer in that one as well. All right. That's how quick it is now. That's Class 2A Division 2. Or one. When we come back, we'll do Class 2A Division 2 right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 2A edition on L4 Media, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Helmets don't protect every direction of force. And in some sports... Uh, a helmet just isn't part of the equipment, like basketball or soccer. Hockey has a small type of helmet. They just don't protect you against all the directions of forces that come into play. You can get forces on top of your head, on the side, on the back, but under the chin, there's nothing to protect that except for a physiologically positioned jaw. Putting your jaw in its physiologic rest position brings the actual jawbone away from the skull so that when you receive that force from an impact, that force doesn't get translated through the joint into that cradle of the skull, injuring the brain. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Hey, I mean, that was a good point. I think we might have seen some go back. Back here, sideline to sideline, the 2A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Also brought to you by Small Town Society. You can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com for all your game day, holiday, Texas gear. Anything you want, they probably have it again. Shopsmalltownsociety.com. Free shipping. Use that discount code, and I bet you can guess what you get. 
free shipping. You can also find them if you're down in the Franklin area at the Messy Nest Studios. Really hate that that last week of the season. By the way, I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, they printed out you a shirt with Hedrick <sighs> Field just for you. They did? Yes. Unfortunately, awesome. weren't able to make it because I got sick. My bad. Um, but anyway, uh, so that'll be there for you. But check them out. And this is a really good shirt. And the, you're, I like the Don't Mess with Franklin shirts that you got yeah. too. I just really like this one for the studio more. Um, but, uh, and we got one other Franklin shirt. I can't remember what it had on there, to be honest with you, but anyway, check them out. All right. It was something like Franklin Yay. Hart, and then my name underneath it or something. Oh, it was, it was I think Franklin it, Hart's grant. Yeah. Or, or something like that. Yeah. And on the back was a, Probably. a, a picture of Fannin giving you the keys to the city. Yeah. A lot yeah. of Franklin talking the two way show. Like that would open up every house. In the city limits of Franklin. So real quick, when I was a kid, I thought that that's what that meant. Like when you, because you know, it doesn't. No, you know, Marshall's a small town, so that was a, you know, I I think anytime we went past the second round in the playoffs, keys were just thrown out to everybody. But yeah, so I can remember my dad got some a key to the city for something. Have locks in Franklin or Marshall? Marshall didn't he like just had the little wooden thing that slid over. Right. Yeah, Did that's all we had. No. That's what I thought. You know, that's like Alto. so. It's funny you say that. I grew up out in the country. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I don't ever I remember. Can tell. Yeah, shut up. I, I I never remember my parents locking the door. My parents older now. It's mm-hmm. got like seventeen <laughs> locks, and I'm like, dudes, nobody was coming in 1985 to rob us. Nobody's coming in 2023 to rob us. It's they can't okay. even find us behind yeah, all those trees. You've been there exactly. Have. You have to know where they I live. Nice property. Yeah. By the way, it's all East Texas. I like hanging out with Ray in that house. <laughs> you have to come down there. But, and you and Kelly have to come down and swim one day with us. It's fun down there. Swim. Yeah, they have a pool. Pond no, or a, a pool? No, a real pool. They've had it since 2001. Like concrete. Well, it's above ground. Is that too? Oh, I mean, there's snakes and turtles like there are in East Texas, right? Nothing like that. In there. No, it's not. It's not a cement pond. It's an actual pool. Okay. All right. Yeah. I might. <laughs> All right. You ready to get into the I'm not arranging my sock drawer that weekend. I well, might you come... should seem to do that in the off season a lot when I ask you to do something. How do you arrange your sock drawer every year at like the national NCAA playoffs? That's so, <laughs> like, hey, buddy, can I go? Oh, sorry, I couldn't go. I'm arranging my sock. And then I see you on TV and I'm like, wait a minute. One of these days I'm going to figure something out about that. There's something wrong about that. All right, let's get the class 2A Division 2, Region 1. Where do we start? Uh, let's start at the top. Region 1, Groover versus Rawls. Rawls, this defense only allows about 16 points a game. The thing is, Groover, man, offensively, their quarterback, uh, Briggs Satterfield, a dual-threat quarterback, 2,000 yards passing, around 800 yards rushing. Got a really good receiver in Michael McCloy. Uh, I like Groover in this one. They'll take on the winner of uh, Clarendon and Seagraves. Who do you like? I'm going to go Groover, too, you know, Rawls last week pulled off the upset against ropes uh, mm-hmm. and th- their defense was great. But at the t- at times against good teams, they've struggled defensively until last week, holding ropes to 13. So I do think it's a closer game uh, than I, I think Sometimes a lot of people you find your stroke. Exactly. Right? And, and there's always going to be at least one team in every division that comes out of that third or fourth mm-hmm. or maybe second, but they're five and five. And then you realize, Oh, they were either injuries or like you said, sometimes kids just, coaches will say just all of a sudden in the middle of the year it just starts to click everything they, they finally click. they yeah. finally get it in saying that it's i that, like Gruber. this is why we're doing this this is why i make this read right there you yeah. just said it best talking to one of the coaches this week that was what he said he goes he realizes every year he realizes when his kids get it when they stop asking why 
Right. Why am I doing just, okay, I feel, I know why. I know why I'm scraping here. I know why I'm holding sure. the edge here and all that fun stuff. But anyway, yeah. I think this is going to be a way closer game, but I like Groover in it. Okay. Uh, Clarendon, eight and three. Seagrave, six and five. This is in Floyd Data on Thursday. Pretty cool peach orchard in yeah. Floyd Data. When I was little, I went. Uh, out to Floridata with my grandfather once a year for several years and we would pick peaches out there. So pretty cool. Uh, That's one of the places I want to go to eventually. I've in never case been that to. ever comes up on like Trivial Pursuit, like Grant or trivia. Grant's true crime story. That too. <laughs> I know where to bury a body under a peach tree out in the middle of nowhere. You know, I, I think you and I, and, and again, 2A learning. I think you and I might have undersold Clarendon last week. I mean, we picked them to win, but we didn't really talk about them as a region threat. And now I'm picking them to beat Seagraves. Yeah, I'm picking them to beat Seagraves by a couple touchdowns. And I, I kind of think with the way this, you know, I, I kind of feel like it might be them in New Home. Uh, anyway, it could. Yeah. Uh, Morton six and five versus Wellington eight and three. This is at Canyon's Happy State Bank Stadium Thursday four p.m. Thursday four p.m. That's awesome time. Um, give me, in fact, uh, you, if you're in why Can so early. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just the way. It, I don't think Canyon's sure because now they well, wouldn't do a double. Because, well, no, there, there's one at Happy Stakes Saturday bank on uh, Friday. Maybe more also, than willing to go home and Sunray. Maybe they just wanted to get home, like, you know, get it go, over and get home. Or maybe they're lining up to play a Thanksgiving Somebody's afternoon game. has got an anniversary. <laughs> one of the coaches. <laughs> and it happens to fall on Friday. And it, it's probably. Sorry, the, honey, we're going to Longhorn Steakhouse it, after the game. Well, no, no. It's probably one of those that's like my fiance. She knows nothing of football. So uh -huh. he, she doesn't even think they're in the playoffs. Oh, hey, Johnny, make the playoffs. Hey, Jenny. Knows plenty about she knows football. nothing and about she's football. A beautiful woman. That's got. I don't know why you're talking crap about your. Fiance. <laughs> I'll put you the way. Kelly knows more football than, dude. That's what we're doing next year. We're gonna have a quiz show between them two. Who knows forts less? Yeah. Because it would be ethically bad. I think a, the thing about the fiancés and the wives, uh -huh. though, or it's not so much who knows more about football. What would be funnier is Texas geography. She's like, uh, last weekend. That's a good one. Yeah, last weekend. She's like, so where are you going to be on Friday? I said, we are going to be in Huffman. So where, uh, and I said, you know where Huffman is, right? You're a Texas uh, aficionado. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, it's down by Atascacita. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. I was like, now tell me on, like, what area I, I, I've drawn a blank. What area would I be in? Oh, you know, I can't just. Pick, you know, do everything for you, you know. You're so I mean. was like, is it Houston? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's Houston. I was like, no, wrong, El Paso. She's like, well, I was about to say that. I was like, wrong again, it is Houston. And so, so when are y'all getting divorced? <laughs> we might be right now. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's why you're like, we're hey, still, that's we're why you still in do that. Um, we got Early married stage. in September, so I think we're still in that uh, honeymoon stage. No, not well that too, but the uh, annulment stage. Yeah, right? you are. Um, I was wondering why you wanted to I do a twenty-four hour stream tonight. A little bit longer. Okay. <laughs> That's right. You're looking. For, she's your sugar mama, so you're going to try well, to take her to the house for everything she has. Maybe <laughs> you want that seventy-eight Vega. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That what? 78 a car. Uh, all right. Oh, so uh, give me Wellington in this game. Yeah. Wellington as well. They'll take on the winner in new home <laughs> and Sunray. Yeah, this one. Oh yeah. New home at 11 and 0 Sunray nine and two. Um, look, new homes defense only allows seven points a game. Yeah. 
that's got to be among the best in all of class two way. Yep. Uh, Sunray has a great uh, quarterback and Armando Lujan, which has, he's like 3,300 yards passing 700 yards, rushing uh, receivers, three really good receivers and Damian Berrigan, um, Keegan Davis and Dawson Bennett. So I don't know. Uh, Sunray is going to be able to push new home, but that new home defense, give me new home. They'll take on uh, Wellington in the third round. Well, you look at that Sunray defense on the year. They have five shutouts. Uh, They lost. They are nine and two. They're four points away from being undefeated. They lost to Stratford by three. Mm -hmm. They lost to Groover by one. I, I think they push new home all around. But at the end of the day, what do we talk about? You just, it's a coach ward team. When it's a coach war team, it, it's, it's tough. Yeah. You know, it, we used to have that with Hugh Sandifer and Abilene Wiley. Give me Hugh Sandifer no matter who they played. And who we trust. Yeah, right? and who we trust. Uh, that was kind of what got us start known across and some of the Ward we trust. And Ward we definitely trust. I do think, though, this is one of the better two A games this year or this week in the playoffs. And we used to trust in the Bickhams, too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jasper wow. Newton, West Orange Stark yeah. area, the whole that area, yeah. right? All right. Let's go down to Region 3. We'll, uh, is this region, no, region two. two? I'm sorry. Uh, Wink and Munster. Uh, Munster seven and four. This is over in uh, at, over at Jim Ned Stadium in Tuscola yes. on Friday. Uh, Munster seven and four. Wink ten and one. Uh, give me Wink in this one. Give me Munster. Really? Yeah. And here's why. And not just because we do a show. The one thing that Munster, not one thing, Munster's defense has really gotten better as the season went along. But the one thing that they do well is stop the run. Mm-hmm. Wink is 99% run. Mm-hmm. It's Very a great run running heavy. back. A great yeah. running back. They played a great running back in Pottsboro's McBride earlier in the year. Held them to 28 points. Uh, Pottsboro was just too big on defense for you Munster. What? What? You're going to flip with me? Rarely do I flip with you, but I am flipping. <laughs> I am going Munster in this one as well. And what's... Crazy and scary is Munster is full of sophomores. Yeah, even if they lose this year, depending on realignment next year, Collinsville will be down because they're losing Logan Jenkins and everything. Celeste will be – they're going to probably be back atop that district. I I, I think Munster will be good enough next year. It doesn't matter who lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Very point, good point. That good. And they're going to be good two Um, years from now too because, again, these are all sophomores. We're not talking a couple. Like the majority of the team is sophomores this year. Uh, And so, anyway – I, okay. I do think Munster in a slight upset. I I am switching to Munster with you, and this <laughs> fifty-two is, to nothing week probably. <laughs> well, then I'm coming over to your house, kicking down the door on Saturday. If uh, you know, week for wins Marshall, I don't lock my door. You can just walk in. <laughs> well, I do have to knock that little wooden thing with the nail <laughs> on it off. That ought to take half a pound of. Uh, Albany eleven and zero versus the last eight and three. That game is in Springtown, seven p.m. at Porcupine Stadium. Give me Albany. Yeah, Albany all day long in this one. Though Celeste did surprise me last week. Yeah, no, was, that was important for them. That again, we talked about last year. They had led Winthorpe by a lot and, and then got beat. I picked Celeste against Seymour, but. Albany is, just, Seymour, uh, Albany is just a bad matchup for everybody, not just yeah. for, Le- for Celeste, but for everybody. Because Celeste is big and they want to run. The problem is, is Albany's run defense is like, go ahead, dude. We're yeah. perfectly fine with that. So give me them. All right, who's next? Uh, Winthor- so Albany, we think, will take on the winner of Winthorpe and Roscoe. This is in uh, Abilene. Well, no, Al- Albany would take on the winner of Wink and Munster. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do Winthorst, uh, Roscoe would take on the winner of Collinsville, Miles. So, uh, Winthorst, 9-2, and two, Roscoe, 9-2. And, and they're two. pretty young, too, Winthorst. Oh, yeah, they are. And uh, Brock Belcher, their quarterback, around 2,300 yards passing, 1,040 yards rushing. Uh, Kobe uh, Tekel at receiver, one heck of a uh, offensive weapon. Roscoe, their quarterback, Jace Arnwine. They got uh, a really good running back in Ivan McCann and then a receiver in Seth Wilcox. I'm taking Roscoe in this one uh, in a very close game, though. I think this one might be a doozy. This is probably a one of those sleeper games. They could actually turn out being as good as Garrison and Beckville. I think Roscoe wins by three touchdowns. You think um, it's that? You think just it, because I think Roscoe wins, but I think yeah, it's closer. I, I just look at their two losses, six points to New Home, and, and I know that this is going to sound really crazy. They only lost to Albany, forty-four to seven. But I mean, with what Albany's doing to everybody else, that's a pretty competitive game. I, I, but that I guess forty-four to seven is not competitive. But I'm just saying, compared to what Albany's doing to everybody else. But I'm going. But I'm more leaning on the New Home game. To go to New Home okay, and, that, and lose I, I twenty-two take to that fifteen with a grain of salt. But the forty-four. To well, seven, no, I know. I'm just saying. I know, you know what you're trying to say, but well, I'm not trying. I'm. No. It, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't track. Either way, I, I think. Either way, we both think Roscoe wins. Yes. All right, and I do give that that Winthorpe has been there, done that. So maybe I'm sure. a little over emphasizing. And they are pretty young. And they are pretty young. But uh, yeah. all right, they'll take on the winner of Collinsville, ten and one versus Miles, eight and three. Friday, Beck, Breckenridge's Buckaroo Stadium. Uh, give me Collinsville. Yeah, give me Collinsville. Logan Jenkins, a quarterback. Uh, Colin Barnes, uh, Rylan Newman, two really good offensive weapons for Jenkins. Uh, but let's not count out Miles. And Carter Scott's you, back. Oh, is he really? Yeah. He's oh, back. Okay. You know, Miles is going to answer with their quarterback Hayden uh, Book. 2,430 yards passing, about 785 yards rushing. So that Collinsville defense is going to be hard, a little bit hard-pressed to stop Hayden Book. Oh, this is a high-scoring game. If, both if, if they can get a, a few stocks on Book and then uh, his receiver, Cooper Ellison, I think uh, Collinsville walks out of this. But Collinsville's going to have to score a lot of points. We know they can, right? Yes. Uh, because I think Miles is going to be able to run the or, or move the football at least uh, on this Collinsville defense. Uh, but at the end of the day, I like Collinsville. I think it's Collinsville and Roscoe in the third round next week. Yeah, Col uh, Miles on the year. Their two losses, they got beat by Albany pretty bad, 41-0. to zero. Uh, They got beat by Roscoe, 34-33. to 33. So only on one game all year where they held under 30 points. Wow. So Collinsville, this I mean, this is one of those games where Collinsville's style could actually hurt them. Yeah. If they throw a couple interceptions or have a couple quick three and outs and Miles jumps on them. Now Miles struggles against good well, offenses. So Collinsville too. cannot afford to give up possessions. Neither one of them. Too. It, it's like yeah. both of these teams have got to go in with the mindset. We've got to score every drive. And yeah, if that yeah, happens, sure. which could, I do think Collinsville's defense is better, but if that, it could, we could see one of the, and we always see these type of games in the playoffs and especially in round two and on. Yeah. All right, let's go to round three. And we try, we try to tell people Sims Bowie was not a bad team. They're eight and three. They take on Deweyville nine and two Friday, 7 PM at San Augustine's Wolf stadium. Uh, I'm going to keep riding. Give me the pirate Sims Bowie. Uh, give me Deweyville. I have no problem. One. I think Deweyville is probably the favorite. Deweyville is the favorite. Uh, I think this could be a great game, but I like Deweyville in what might be a little bit of an upset. Maybe I think I, don't know. I think Deweyville's 
I would think Deweyville's the, the favorite. Yeah, but not by okay. a lot. I think a lot. This is a close game. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's, let's take on the winner of Martin Overton. On paper, boy, this game looks great, right? Hey. Mart eleven and zero. Overton, a surprising ten and one. Let me Their go quarterback ahead. Bryce Still, twenty seven hundred yards passing. Jaden Edwards at receiver, eleven hundred eleven hundred and eighty yards receiving. I just wanted to say congratulations to Overton. We talked a little bit about last week, but this is one of those teams in East Texas that doesn't have that perennial or they were great way back. They pop up every few years. They'll have a really good team, and then they tend to fall back. From my understanding, this is a younger team, so maybe this isn't a one-and-done. But since 2018, until this year, they had won five ball games. So wow. for them to be 10-1, and one, I hate the path that they're on where they get marked. It's one of those where – you know, if they at least could, they have the actual opportunity yes. to play a mark. Exactly. And what good a point. big thing for the and Mustangs, it's a learning right? experience. Yeah. It's a learning. That's yeah, a really good get, point. You get into big games and it, it could do nothing. But I mean, especially if you can go in as Overton into Mark and, and, and somehow over in Crockett, what this Friday night yep. and play them somewhat close within two, three possessions. I think that's a win for you. Oh, right? Heck yeah. That's a but building this, building. Yeah. This, you know, look, they're up against it though. I mean, this defense for Mart, we know how great they are offensively yeah. with JD Bell. We don't talk about their defense, and, but their defense only allows 6.7 <laughs> points a game. Um, oh, by the way, if you're going to the game, go eat at Mimsy's. Thank us later. Yeah. All right, Tenna Hall and night. And Mimsy, send us $20 coupon Please. for that recommendation. Or just smell us food. But Mimsy's Barbecue is some of the best. Well, now it's Mimsy's Craft Kitchen. Oh, is it? Well, their ribs and their brisket and are their steak absolutely and their, amazing. Everything looks great. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tenna Hall, now we're getting into food dreams. Tenna Hall, 9 and 2 versus Dawson, 9 and 2. Friday or Thursday, 7 p.m. at another great place, Athens Bruce Field. Yeah. You know, give me Dawson. Yeah, give one. me Dawson in the slight upset. It's so funny because we had Dawson versus Mart a couple weeks ago, and we were like, you know, oh, it's going to be a blood. And then we started looking, at, and it turned out to be a comfortable win, but we were like, this Dawson team has something, and yeah. I think that they're going to go on to the third round where they'll take on Love Lady. I'm sorry, Love Lady 11-0 versus Heiko 8-3, Friday, Belton's Crusader Stadium. Give me Love Lady. Yeah, Love Lady. I think it'll be Love Lady and Dawson in we're, round we're, three we're, next week. We're, we're coming to a Mart Love Lady collision. You can see it. Yeah. All right, let's go to Region 4 to wrap it up. All right, uh, Bremond 8-3 versus Sabinall 5-5. Five five. This is over in Lockhart on Friday. And take your pick of barbecue places to eat yeah. there in Lockhart. Uh, give me uh, Bremon in this one. Though. Yeah, this will be one of the ugly ones in the, the round two. Not many, but this will be one of them. Yeah, they'll take on the winner of Fall City, 8-3, and three, and Rock Springs, 6-2, and two, over in Kerrville on Thursday. Give me Fall City in this one. I think Fall City and Bremon ought to be a great third-round matchup next week. Do you know... I honestly didn't know this. Do you know what Rock Springs mascot is? Angoras. There you go. So I think you're good at that. Is that? Yeah, give me, uh, give me Fall City. Angora is a top of the line goat. Yes, I knew that. I just didn't know that was what their mascot was. You I like don't their eat helmets. them. You breed them. That's right. You breed them. Um, anyway, <laughs> that was your dating. <laughs> You're, you always tell me, I was like, Terry, what, what is your, uh, what is your dating advice for me? And don't you would eat say, them, you don't them. eat them, you breed them. And then you're like, run. okay. And now I'm married. And now you have 17 kids. You don't know about I don't, giggity, giggity. I don't, 
<laughs> Brackettville nine and two versus Granger nine and two. This is at Vaughn. Wait, move my thing. Von Ormy Southwest Legacy Stadium Thursday at seven p.m. Give me Br- Granger in this one. Yeah, Granger as well. They'll take on the winner of Agaduce and Chilton, uh, being played in Flatonia on Friday. Give me Chilton all day long in this one. Uh, Chilton has enough to make the region final and man, maybe even well, state and, semifinals. And Chilton has a chip on their shoulder with everything that happened with their district trying to take away wins and a very rare time that the UIL stepped in and said, no, right. You know, usually they tend to, and whatever they decided will go on. You don't win many appeals, in the, especially right in the middle of the season. So something must have been pretty egregious for them. To, and it was quick. It was like they looked at it, boom. I, I just tend to think that those type teams, you get them angry, they're going to go a while. And I definitely think they'll win this round. Yeah. All yeah. right. Is that it? I think that's it. Wow. That's it. So you were saying children, Chilton is – scary when they're angry they're scary enough to be like the 49ers defense well, which 49ers saying. defense the one that played last week or the one that last lost week. three yeah no last week i mean yeah defensively they have been good one so chilton's defense what are you going wait where are you going Oh, I thought I'm you, just saying, you. I saw your face. Dominant, I know. Like San Francisco's defense could be. Well, I mean, and they're physical and yeah, they just, are. They beat Bremen. Okay. They lost to Granger. That's their only loss. San Francisco hasn't played Bremen yet. <laughs> that would be. Oh, that would be fun. I always, I, I do. I pay twenty bucks <laughs> just to see that. To see that. I do wish we would have one of those one year. The worst NFL team play the best college team, so people would understand what happens oh, when a motivated close. NFL team, even the worst one, play even a non-motivated NFL team. Yeah, <laughs> even a non. I mean, it's just, dude, it's so much difference. Anyway, if you're going to the games this weekend, be safe. I know it's Thanksgiving next week, but we will still record on Tuesday. Uh, same thing. We'll pick every game in the quarterfinals of the playoffs, and we're so excited because Thanksgiving is our favorite week of the playoffs. You can always find us on Facebook, sideline to sideline. Like us, I mean, uh, follow us on Twitter at Grant and Terry. Email us Grant and Terry at s2sport.com. Please go check out our sponsors, including our title sponsor, SI Design and Printing. Uh, they have been awesome all year long. We appreciate the tree from them. We love the banner. We love it all. Until next time, he's Grant Goodwin. I'm Terry Bennett, and this has been Sideline to Sideline, the 2A edition, right here on S2S Sports and L4 Media.